Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Yes, hello and welcome to Saturdays on the Gold Coast. We've got Jason Matthews and Jared Wallace here this morning. Jay Wall, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, my man. I am very well. How good, Mick. Happy day. Mate, where else would you rather be on a sad day where some Big Macs are in some real <laughs> trouble out Right now. Do, do McDonald's realise what they've done today? No. They've invited us along for McHappy Day, which is fantastic. McHappy Day has been one of my favourite charities because yeah. I, it's an excuse for me to have Big Macs and do great well, things Well, there's, no judgment. there's, there's no judgment. There's no judgment today because it's all for the charity and it's all for the kids. I think between... And by the way, hi. Uh, we are live from the Q uh, Super Centre McDonald's. Yep. Um, where we are doing this for two hours. It's a brand new show on 1620 SEN Gold Coast. And it's called Saturday Mornings on the Gold Coast. I like it. It's original. Yes. A lot of thought has gone into the name of this show. <laughs> so, guys, they had a big whiteboard out. Yeah. They got these expensive consultants in. <laughs> and they got a big whiteboard out. You know the butcher paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got that out and they had a big brainstorm session. They said, listen, we're going to do a show on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And this overpriced consultant said, why don't you call it Saturday Mornings on the Gold Coast? And they went... <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> you just made your million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here we are doing it, and, and what a great time to be alive on the Gold Coast. I mean, today, 27 degrees, blue skies. We've had a bit of dodgy weather uh, over the last week or so. Heaps of rain, which is great for the lawn, by the way. I've never seen it look so good. My lawn looks... I'm, I've sold the house, and now the lawn looks great. <laughs> So it's like... Whoever bought it's already come in and started sprinkling seed over they it. probably That's have. Why, I was yeah. wondering what that smell Just was. Just maintenance, all that was, <laughs> mate. But, mate, we are doing the first one this morning, as we say, from McDonald's at the Q Supercenter uh, here at uh, Mermaid Waters, and it's a, a great location. It's a great day, McHappy Day. Uh, two bucks from every Big Mac sold yep. goes to Ronald McDonald House Charities. Yep. And um, really important, too. They, massive, they look massive. after families when you've got sick kids yeah. with accommodation and support and you just never know when you need it, mate. No, and exactly. we've got kids. We yep. know what it's like. Mate, and I've actually personally, I've used it twice for two of my kids. So that's why Ronald McDonald uh, House is, the charity is super close to my heart and that's why I'm an ambassador for them uh, through football, through the Titans. Uh, and they do, they do great work and they've had a tough year. You know, everyone's obviously had a tough year, but charities themselves yep. had it. It's been super tough, you know, uh, obviously not being able to raise as many funds with all their, their usual, you know, fundraisers and stuff. Today yep. is so crucial and, and two bucks, like you said, for every uh, Big Mac goes straight to them. So everyone get down and like we said, no, no guilt today. Have as many Big Macs <laughs> as you want because it's all for the kids. That's right. And we will do that. I think between you and I and our technician, Steve. We should be able to clock up 300 bucks worth of donations. <laughs> That's about 50 Big Macs each. Yep. Uh, each responsibly. 
Uh, if you want to get involved in the show, yes. our open line is one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or shoot us a text 0477-736-736. Uh, particularly if you've got an event on uh, this morning somewhere on the Gold Coast and you want us to uh, shout out, give it a plug. Yeah, nice. We are more than happy to do that um, yeah. in between bites. Of uh, Big Macs this morning. <laughs> Actually, I want to give a shout-out to the uh, Helensvale markets. I drove past this morning, and, mate, it is chockers. And what we're trying to do is set up food locations for you and I to broadcast oh. from. I was just talking to Beck from SEN, and she, I said, Beck, can we do Helensvale markets? They have really good German sausages there. Yeah, that's where you'll get put straight next to the German <laughs> sausage stand. How good and that, then we'll be in big oh. trouble. Mate, I've got to go back to training in two weeks. Let's talk about that. Two no. weeks' time. Two weeks' time I'm back. And I've seen your social media, and I've spoken to you. you you've had a, a good run. I've had a, I've had a very good run, unfortunately. Have you put on <laughs> KGs? Been good. No, no, I've been good. I've been watching you what I eat. You've been good. I've been watching what I've eat. Yeah. And, uh, and I have been training, you know, a little bit, but I, um, I'm, I'm very ready to get back into training. I need that routine. I need that structure. And uh, I need that uh, everyday training at the moment, I tell I re- you. I reckon you've got a strong right arm because every photo I've seen, you, you, you're chugging the beers. Oh. Again, drink responsibly. I, my, my bicep <laughs> is very large. On the, I look like, a, uh, like an arm wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I've got that one. Popeye. Bigger, one, yeah, one arm. One bigger than the other. But, mate... Um, how hard is it, though? Like, you're, you're going to get back into pre-season training in, yeah. what, two weeks' time, did you say? Yeah, so two Thursdays I'm back. And it's the middle of summer. Yep. Mate, yeah. how, do you, how do you... I mean, oh, I, I, And it I, is. It's I, outrageous. I, I, I feel for you guys, the Broncos, and, yep. and, and in particular, North Queensland yeah. Cowboys. Yep. How tough is it, that first session, oh. when you get back? Do you have to do, like, a, a trial run? Is it a 2K or a 1K? Yeah, or? so ours, it used to be a 2K. Now it's a 1.2, but it's on the second day. So first day, we just get in. Measurements? We do, we do, all, the, yeah, we do all the fun <laughs> things like measurements, <laughs> weights, you know, the DEXA scans or uh, skin folds, which is always, you know, one of my worst because, you know, with the love handles I've got. Hold sure. that thought. What did you think about the AFL? Wanting to remove uh, skin... Te- no, the skin... The skin, oh, skin folds. Yeah. To remove. Oh, I'm all for it. No, I'm but all seriously. For it. Yeah, I'm all for it. But why? No, just because I'm... Because you're lazy. Yeah, because I'm lazy. See, I, like can, I, I can be fit as I could be, and I still look terrible with the shirt off. So, but skin folds for me, yeah. Uh, those skin fold tests, I mean, how serious is it? I mean, the club will skin fold you and say, yeah. listen, you just got to drop a few kgs. Yeah, right? it's, it's, not- it's more for a pre-season thing to make sure that, yeah, they're watching your weight go down, they're watching your, you know, the excess fat. Because obviously, the more excess fat and things that you got on, it's harder for us to train, harder for us to run. Um, you know, get Tell more injuries it. and things. <laughs> Mate, you haven't run in a very long time. I did. I did. Um, someone yelled out last shout. <laughs> and uh, I, had to, I had to run. No, but, but the skin, it's not demeaning. It's not. No, it, it's not d- does, it affect, does it affect your mental health? <laughs> like, not I, me personally. Some young guys, it does actually. Like I'll give that. It, it makes them very paranoid and it makes them nervous and things like that. But that's also part of the reason why it is. So because trainers are, they're trying to make them lose weight. So it's keeping them accountable. Is is that's what I was going to yeah. say? Is it is it paranoia or the fact that you being held accountable well, you, you and a lot hide. of young people don't like that? Absolutely, mate. You can't hide. Yeah. So when guys are sitting there going, "Oh, maybe I could eat. Maybe I can," you know, they think, "Oh, I've got skin folds tomorrow or next Friday." So it's keeping them accountable. It's making them. Uh, do all those little things right. And if you don't have that, guys will take shortcuts. So, yeah, no, as much as I sit here and joke about it, mate, I'm fine with it. It doesn't worry me. Yeah. Um, and, mate, we've done it for 12 or 13 years, and I don't think it's affected anyone, you know. So. Is Justin, um, does he have a tough preseason? I mean, I know he doesn't set it all up, but do, is it 
compared to your days at the Broncos now, is 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 preseason at the Titans harder? Is it it's getting harder, or is it or is it more science now? Nah, there is a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of uh, yeah. We wear GPS trackers every day, so they're always clocking exactly how many k's. Um, they have every training schedule. I think we're doing about 25 to 30k a week, which is an average about five or six k. You know, we've got high speed running. You got. Um, normal running you got all you know so much going on so there is a lot of science behind it but it's getting harder in the sense that things obviously the game's getting faster the you know the there's so many new rules so you're always adapting to it and things like that but justin's different i suppose he you know we do a lot of contact sessions where uh you know game simulation and things like that because you you can run all day and then go and play an actual game and the fitness is yep. completely different. Yep. So Justin likes that opposed session where you've got two teams and you just go at each other for you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, have a rest, and then do it again yep. uh, with a little bit of uh, running in between. So it's a little bit different to where Wayne, we used to do you know, the old 1K runs, 2K runs, you know, 800s where it was just long distance. So um, it's definitely changed from when I was up there. Um, What's his name? Brandon Smith? Yeah. Was it the Titans? The That's my tip. My, my tip is he's going to the Titans. Yeah. Is mate, he? I've heard that he wants, like, obviously that he wants to come down. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to live on the coast and, oh. and, and play here? And the way uh, the club's growing and things like that, I think it's a, it'd be a, um, you know, he'd be a huge attribution to the, the young guys that we've got here. And, and I think, um, you know, we've, Young Toby Sexton, AJ Brimson at half, Jaden Campbell at uh, at fullback. Imagine bringing him with his experience, you know, New Zealand Grand Finals, bringing him into that spine group, mate. It'd be unreal. And I did see someone snap a little photo there at the training facility, uh, you know, during the week. Well, so. he's been meeting. He, I think he he's definitely met the Titans. Yeah. My tip is he's going to the Titans. Yeah. Next year. That's I've been saying that for a, I don't know, a couple of months now. Yeah. Uh, he also went to the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, he joked. Actually, I want to play some audio. Have a listen to this from Brandon Smith. Uh, there's some audio there somewhere. No. Okay. No audio. Brandon Smith. We did have it there. Uh, let us know if we get the. Had the meeting. Oh, here we go. Uh, what meeting? I was just sitting here playing the pokies. <laughs> no, it was a pretty good meeting. They're good guys. Tough decision though. Nah, it's easy decision. I'm just going to play some footy. There you go. He was playing pokies. Yeah, that would not surprise me. I've heard he's a bit of a loose unit, and every uh, interview and that, you can obviously see that in his yeah. personality. And uh, look, I think he'd be a yeah, he'd be a huge, huge uh, in, you know, contribution to this team if he was to come. Uh, guys like David Fafita, you know, Tino, imagine all together like that's a very exciting uh, you know, young team. Oh. And, that's the signing the Titans need to. Yeah, uh, Tino's the he's the signing to keep him. We need to keep him. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's the one that I reckon that needs to be the priority. I personally think he's got a lot more in him too. Like that was his oh, that was his mate. first year full of season. a full season yeah. with Origin chucked in there. Yeah, with uh, going from playing like twenty to forty minutes off the bench yeah. to you know seventy minutes every game starting. Um, yeah, you just wait. I reckon it'd be bigger and better. Again I mean, this year. you're right next to him out there yeah. and. Mate, I think he was he was outstanding, and I think the Titans. I think he's more. I, I would say I think he's more important to the Titans mm. than a Brandon Smith. And if you're going to spend that money, I'd be mm. spending it on Tino. Yeah. Because there is the lure of Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins. Yep. Up the road, and yeah, I know he, he he wants to play for Wayne. Yep. Um, would Brandon Smith fit the culture of the Titans? I mean, well, well I think Bellamy's got a tight rein on him. Yeah. And I think, you, you know, you've got Justin and the guys here. They obviously, you know, 
work with him and you know obviously he would have to come here and buy into the culture that we're you know we're building here like you don't just go to a club and you know the club fit around you you when yeah. you're coming in it's one of the factors like when you come in like he would have come in and seen all the the facilities and they would have told him about our culture they would have told him about you know the players that they got coming in and things like that so he's got to come here and buy into our system yeah and and then add to that with you know his game and and like the little contributions that he would bring but yeah no one person is bigger than a club. Yeah, so that's why we all come together. Yep. We have our own uh, core values and all that sort of stuff that we buy in together and build as a, as a team. And then, um, yeah, we, we try and win comps from there. All right, we're going to get to a break. Hey, on today's show, by the way, this, I can't believe we've talked for 15 minutes already, Jay. Well, and we haven't had a Big Mac. We'll, we'll change that. Yeah, we will change that. Uh, Sammy Hargraves has been doing an outstanding job calling uh, the T20 World Cup for SEN, uh, and he will be calling the final Monday morning. Is it is it Sunday night midnight or Monday morning midnight? I think it's Monday morning. You say Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah, Monday morning. No one. Well, you never go backwards. So yes, you definitely. You'd say Monday morning at 12, 12 Oh, I almost said twelve p.m. Twelve a.m. Okay, so it is Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning, twelve a.m. Okay, because I don't want them people to think it's Monday night at midnight. Oh. It's a tricky one. We'll ask yeah, Sam. We'll ask him. Uh, We're not calling it. We'll ask him. <laughs> Chris Nelson's going to have a look at racing at the Gold Coast Turf Club for us today as well, and he's got some tips for us. Oh, you need, after what I've seen in your betting slip, you, you could need some real oh, tips. After Chris last up. night, I was betting in France last <laughs> night with a mate of mine while, while our wives and daughters went and see Greece and Brisbane. Mate, you just donate to, the, <laughs> you just donate to them every week. Arnie Titmus, Remember Arnie Titmus? No. She got the gold medals at the Olympics. The swimmer. Where have you been? I'm, I told you, I'm only 24, so I'm remember pretty young. The, remember the Olympics? They were on in Japan earlier this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Arnie, the oh, female um, swimmer. Yeah, she Ariane broke Tipmus. the Sorry, I do know yeah, her. Yes, her, I do. She's not coming on the show. It's her dad. Oh, okay. uh, Steve Titmus, who's also a newsreader at Seven she Gold bro- Coast She News. broke records this year, didn't she? By, yeah, and she yeah. She, she beat uh, Ledecky, the yeah, best the, swimmer in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I do know. I take that back. All right. I do know. I well, do Steve Titmus, who reads the news on Channel 7 <laughs> Gold Coast, he's, got some, he's going to cover local news for us. He'll have some quirky stuff for us. Um, that jerk, Scott Sattler, uh, will be joining us, who we, we work uh. with all the time. Is he a bum? Let's be honest. I think so. Yeah, I, I do think so. so. Yeah. Uh, and retired Broncos captain who lives on the gold. He's living the good life down, I think, can we say down at Burley? Yeah, that Burley, yep. Alex Glenn uh, will be joining us as well. And he is. I'm going to have a crack at him because I think he's doing something that's very childish. <laughs> is, that, is that okay I was, to do? Well, I suppose, I, well, I suppose the world of it to these days is, you know, the People are making millions, so we'll have to ask him, I suppose. If he's making millions, I'll cut him some slack. <laughs> We're going to go get a Big Mac into us. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. This is Saturday's uh, Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. We are doing it live for McHappy Day from McDonald's at Q Supercenter at Mermaid Waters. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here. Come and say hello. Back in a moment on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. G'day, Jace. Uh, Jared, how are you, boys? A very happy McHappy day to both of you. Well, we are at McDonald's at the moment too, by the way, like as if we need any encouragement to get involved with McHappy Day uh, with the consumption of uh, Big Macs at uh, McDonald's at the Q Supercentre here at Mermaid Waters. Sammy, this uh, T20 World Cup has just been full of excitement. It, for Australia to make 
the T20 World Cup final, being ranked seventh in the world, uh, is a great achievement, right? Oh, it certainly is, Jason. Look, a year ago, Australia were ranked number one. December 2020, Australia were the number one ranked T20 side in the world. Since then, leading into the tournament, they won five out of 18, lost series against New Zealand, West Indies, Bangladesh. Players with big question marks over their form. Were we picking the right team? Did we have the right players in the right position? Why have we got Wade and Soinus as openers batting in the lower to middle order? So many queries. Are we playing so many bowlers? Every single element of this side has been picked apart and analysed and uh, and questioned. And at the moment, everybody, all the experts being proven wrong because, as you say, into a World Cup final and what a way to do it, Matty Wade, the hero. I was just about to say, every uh, little bit in that those highlights, mate, all I heard was Wade just putting it over the back fence. Obviously... You know, he was ready to go for a day out and just and started uh, hitting some balls, man. It was, it was good to hear that. It was 41 off 17. Extraordinarily, that <laughs> both out. Australia and New Zealand both won by five wickets, both yeah. with six balls to spare. Both teams needed 50 off the last four overs. It's, it's incredible how eerily similar and exactly the same the finishes to those matches were. It was... Um, Mitchell and Nisham, the heroes for New Zealand the night before, and Wade and Stoinis played that role for Australia, and, and Hassan Ali, who the ball before Matty Wade hit three sixes in a row, dropped him at deep mid-wicket. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a tough chance either. I mean, it's easy for us to sit at home uh, listening to it on the radio, watching on TV, going, I could have caught that. But, yeah, jeez, how, <laughs> how would he feel about that? Actually, I, I, I was surprised, but and as I said off the top, like, his performance in the Big Bash, which got him back into the team, and he's, he's not a spring chicken, is he, Sammy? And I just go, oh, geez, I'm a bit nervous. Stoinis and Matty Wade are at the crease here. I don't think we're going to get there. David Warner walked. He didn't even, he didn't even nick it. That was bizarre. Um, and they had reviews. They had reviews sitting there, and I thought, oh, this is done and dusted. And then, yeah, three sixes from Matty Wade to bring up the win. This is what he had to say. Uh, yesterday morning with Gary and Tim on 11.16 SCN in Melbourne. Okay. No, no yeah, oh, there's a slower ball. I just kind of got a bit toey and turned it, and I thought I was going to gap it, but the fielder got there early and um, kind of just went through, straight through his hands. So I feel a little bit sorry for him a little bit. I think, yeah, you know, it gets focused. I'm just impressed then, and I reckon I got asked 15 times about it as well. So going to be the focus point for, for them um, but I think at that stage we only needed maybe 14 off off 8 or 9 balls so I think by that stage we've swung the momentum back a little bit and that's the conversations that I was having with Marcus Stoinis that there are, you know, I was like I was just, I'm, I'm just going to go every ball here, you've got Paddy Cummins coming next and if you're here in the last over then we'll win the game so I feel like the momentum had turned by that stage um, luckily, I can't really remember him, I know it sounds silly, I, lapped, <laughs> I think I lapped and then I hit one over mid-wicket and then I loved the game. But I didn't know they were in a row. Like, I came off the ground and they're off, you know. It's kind of, you know, it hasn't sunk in yet. We're still at the ground now. I'll go back to the hotel and by tomorrow morning it might, it might sink in a little bit. But, yeah, it happened very quickly, that's for sure. I, was, I think I was 10 off 10 and then, you know, it's go time now. Or we're not going to win this game and I managed to get a couple um, late in the over before and then, yeah, managed to follow it up. So... Yeah, as I said, you know, a lot of credit has to go to Storny as well to get us to that stage. And, you know, I came out there and we were 5 for 90 and he hit the next ball for 6 after we just lost the wicket, <laughs> so off the spinner. Um, you know, it takes, uh, it takes some um, bravery to do things like that. 
Um, Sammy, uh, we take on New Zealand in the final. Um, Monday morning, uh, midnight, uh, Queensland time. Uh, they're, they're, they've got an argument to say they're the best cricket team in the world right now, aren't they? They're the, well, they are, Jase. They're, they're, they're the most dominant cricket nation in the world. They're the test champions. Uh, they came second on a technicality at the 2019 World Cup and they've made the final of the T20 World Cup. So it's extraordinary when you think a, a, a nation with a population, or I think it's around 4 mil, where rugby is a religion over there. They knock off India with close to 2 billion people where cricket is yeah. a religion. They bat above their average, pardon the pun, or don't pardon it. Either way, it works. Um, they bat above their average more than any other cricketing nation, maybe minnows excluded. And even minnows at cricket for often <laughs> in some of those countries is the number one game. Yeah. Sammy, what do you reckon the, the Aussies got to do to get over the top end yeah, of the, the Kiwis? It's a good question. Um, mm. it, they're a really well-balanced side. They, they, you know, Tim South, he's one of the, 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 the best, T20 quicks getting around in the world and, and they get really good support from their spinners as well. They, they go the extra bowler. This will be interesting in terms of the tactics, Jared, that, that they'll play an extra bowler. Australia will stick with the extra batter and then we'll get an idea of which tactic. It's been the question all throughout for Australia. Are they playing too many batters and should we be playing Ashton Agar, who coming into this tournament was actually Australia's highest-ranked T20 bowler and he can't get a look in. He played just the one game against England. Adam Zampa's had a phenomenal tournament. He? he was the number one wicket-taker in the in the Super 12. So um, Australia's cause has been helped by Devin Conway, who's ranked number seven in the world in T20 cricket. He bizarrely broke his hand punching his bat after being dismissed against England. So that's actually helped Australia's cause in a major way. But they're still really potent at the top of the order. Martin Gupta, I think, is in the top two highest run scorers of all time in the format and the, the, the batters they do bring um, and the one they brought in to replace Conway, he's ranked in the top 50 as well. So it's, T20 is a really difficult game. It's a, it's a swings and roundabout, it's ebbs and flows. It's, you know, if you, if you can be at the end of a power play without losing too many wickets, you set yourself up 50 plus, you give yourself a good chance. You've got to have your big hitters there at the end like the two sides have shown in the semis. Um, it, it's a really tactical game as well. So they're going to look at matchups of which bowler against which batter, very much like baseball in the terms of how they pick the teams and, and make the bowling changes. So tactically, Australia just have to be at their very best because New Zealand are very, very shrewd when it comes to how they deploy their bowlers. Mm. So I probably didn't answer your question at all, Jared, but it, it, it's, it's such a hard, hard game to predict. Um, Man, no, to get on look, top you early. did in a way. You did in a way because... Like, being a footballer, I honestly always just used to think cricketers are just, you know, they pick their order, they go out and just go to town. I didn't even know that there was that much, you know, tactics and strategy and things, you know, behind the, behind the bat or behind the ball. Like, so, mm. I really had no idea that's about cricket because yeah. I sit there and watch it on TV and, you know, and that's about as far as I go. But there really is, you know, so much in the game, isn't there? As my partner in crime, Chuck Berry, says, you'll see more tactics employed in T20 cricket in a single game than you will the entire Ashes summer. And that's no yeah. disrespect to the act. We know Test Cricket's the pinnacle, but T20s is such a tactical game.
Yeah, they've got bowlers for certain batsmen yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Sammy, we've really enjoyed the coverage on SEN and we look forward to the uh, the final, as I said, uh, Monday morning, Sunday night, midnight. We don't know whether it's Sunday night or Monday morning at midnight. Anyway, it's on SEN. It's live. Uh, we look forward to that. Hey, just quickly, do you reckon... Um, do you reckon uh, Pakistan coach Matty Hayden and Aussie coach Justin Langer, who is one of Australia's greatest opening batting pairs, do you think they shared a beer later that night back at the hotel? I, I would absolutely hope that they did because that game, before we finish up, that game was one of the most extraordinary games I've ever watched and called of T20 cricket. You go back and have a look at that game. It had everything. It had a guy raise himself out of his sickbed in Mohammed Rizwan, who'd been in hospital 24 hours earlier. He gets dropped three times, I think, on his way to almost a match-winning innings. We saw a Johnny Howard homage uh, with a double bouncer that was hit for six by <laughs> Dave Warner. We, that, that game had everything, and it, yeah. was a, it was the most exciting finish I can remember uh, to a game in recent years that Australia's been in. Rightio, come on the Aussies. We've got, to, we've got to beat our Kiwi cousins. Yes, absolutely. Look forward to the final of the T20 World Cup. Semi Hargraves, great job, mate. Look forward to speaking to you throughout the summer. Thanks, boys. Enjoy. See you, mate. Enjoy your uh, McHappy Day as well. We are at the Q Super Centre McDonald's uh, here on the Gold Coast at Mermaid Waters. Come and say hello. Grab yourself a Mac. Two bucks from every Big Mac goes to RMHC Charities. But right now, let's get some news on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Come and say hello, and of course, two bucks from every Big Mac goes to RMHC, and this is our first uh, Saturday morning show on 1620 SEN. It's a show built for the Gold Coast. Uh, Steve Titmus from Channel 7 Gold Coast News coming up real soon. He'll give us all the latest news, and I'm going to ask him about the weather as well, because it's just a cracking day. little windy, but it's an absolute cracking day this morning yep. on the Gold Coast. Beautiful breeze. Uh, which is good, uh, good news for the Gold Coast Turf Club, because that means that track will be drying out, and... Mm. Chris Nelson, our Racing Queensland man, he's all over it, uh, like me on a Big Mac this morning. Nelso, how are you, mate? Jase, uh, Jared, I, I was thinking while I was listening in there, I cannot believe that you haven't had at least two this morning. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it's only early, I'm building up to it. Look, I did call him, I did, Chris, I did call him this morning and ask if he was here, and he did say no, but I did notice he come from behind the behind the dog. I reckon he'd already snuck in a couple before he walked in. I, I can't confirm yeah. nor deny <laughs> <laughs> Are you, yeah, actually, yeah, the other thing too, yeah, yeah, the other thing too. I've been instructed by my daughters to buy them the uh, the socks, the McHappy oh, Day socks. Ha- oh yes, I hope they've got some left here. So I've got to pick up a couple of pairs. I forgot about them. It's actually. not worth me going home <laughs> if uh, if I don't. Yeah, have those. So I've got them. I got mine a few weeks ago. So if you can't get any, let me know and I'll tell them to you. Or an inflated price. Yeah. Yeah, after they've been in your feet, mate. No thanks. Uh, let's move on. Hey, uh, the Gold Coast Turf Club, mate. We've had a lot of rain during the week, like uh, around Queensland, up and down the uh, yep. the east coast of Queensland. How's it looking with this wind and sun today? Is it drying out a bit? It is. We're on a soft seven, and we'll probably dry out a little bit more during the day. And and importantly, and more comfortably, that humidity it seems to have disappeared a lot too, which is uh, which is going to help the situation. So soft seven at the moment, but. Wouldn't be the least surprised to see uh, us get an upgrade at some stage during the day. Yeah. Um, any any races we should keep an eye on today? Well, there's eight races on the card. There's four odds on favourites. There's there's a couple of really interesting runners. Uh, and look, I'll I'll just touch on those odds on ones. They're really short ones. Uh, race three, number one, more to adore. 
and race four, number one, Viv. And they're both around a dollar twenty-eight. I couldn't talk you into those prices. I'd, you'd have to, you'd have to avoid those races and just watch them from Can the you future. give us some yeah. value, mate? Do you, what's do you, what's do you, the point of the money? I told you, I'm not tipping them. I did say That's I'm a, not tipping them. <laughs> That's a really good point, Jared. I, as, I was hanging out. I don't know if you heard this earlier, Chris. But I was hanging out at a mate's place last night. All the girls went out to Brisbane to go and see Grease the Musical. Yeah. So we sat there, uh, had a couple of beers and watched the racing. And and uh, there was a horse that ran around. I can't remember which track it was last night. It was either Canterbury or, or Mooney Valley. Went around at a dollar four. And we said, what's the point running the no. race? Yeah. What's the point? What, what is, or it may have been a trotter. I, I can't remember, but yeah. it was a dollar four, and we think that anything under a dollar thirty, forget the race, just give them the prize money now. Yeah, do you agree? No, Chris? Well, and look, I do. I mean, there's, and unless you've got very, very deep pockets, those sorts of bets or those sorts of prices are, are off limits. But I mean, you got to look at it. I mean, Winks used to go around at a dollar twenty, a dollar eighteen. I mean, you're taking odds that are similar to Winks odds, and these horses aren't Winks. So, you know, you've got to be very careful. So we'll certainly avoid those. What I do, I do like one at a shortish price, and it is in race two, number one, Sir Rocket. He's been going around against much stronger opposition. His last run in Brisbane was really good behind a horse called Contemptuous. This is a lot easier. Uh, he's only got to carry the 61 and a half, and I think he'll be able to do that. So Sir Rocket's the best of the shorties, and he's around $1.70. And I'll tip you one in the last. Uh, number 11, race 8, number 11, 54 squares. Trained by Nat McCall on the Sunshine Coast. She had a good night last night with a couple of winners. Now, he was a good winner first up, and then the sprint home was against him second up. He still did well to run third. Uh, he handles any cut in the ground. He's got a good gait for Boris Thornton. I think he'll be... Uh, he's a good each way to go in the last. He's about $7. So there's oh, one of the bit of value for you, Jase. I, I, I don't know, Chris. Uh, most people from the Sunshine Coast don't like the Gold Coast. And I think that probably that? passes through to horse. I don't know. They're jealous. The Sunshine Coast want hey, to be the Gold yeah, Coast. They're, yeah, they're trying to be like us. Well, I, yeah, it's God's waiting room up there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, mate, have you, and of course, uh, there's racing today at Eagle Farm. Is that right? No, Doombin today. No, Doombin. Doombin, yeah. Yeah, Doombin. We have the running of the Keith Noud, which is race eight, which is a listed race. So some of these sprinters returning for the, uh, for the summer carnival, which kicks off next week officially. But... Do you like number 12? The Horovians are scratching, Jace. So we're with number 12, Simply Fly. Uh, he's going to land a great spot should they push on, and they really should push on from that gate. They'll probably settle first four. He's got only uh, 54 kilos on his back. He's got the race fitness, having had two runs back this time in. And uh, he loves wet ground. So I really can't find too many faults. So I think he'll run really well. Race eight, number 12. Race nine, number 12, more than number one. A gold coaster should be winning that last race. And race five, number 10, put on the red light. So there's three for you at Doombin. Jace is sitting in, you know, noting all them down because he needs every bit of help that he can get after I've... Uh, no, he's... <laughs> Jared, he's actually noting them down. So if they lose, he'll be, he'll be ripping right into me. <laughs> Maybe. I hold him accountable every Monday. <laughs> well, actually, if, it depends how... If I've had a couple of beers this Savo, drink responsibly. Uh, I'll let him know this afternoon. I'll yeah, shoot him a few text messages. Sure. I also ring you or text you and say, well done, mate, don't I? Sometimes, but more it's, often if I don't. It's normally it, abuse, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared, yeah have, you ever right. taken the, have you ever taken the kids to the Gold Coast Turf Club for, for an afternoon at the races? It is amazing on the lawn. Oh, the kids? Yeah, yeah. I take the kids all the time. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, you know, there's gates, really? and you walk through You give them some money. Yeah. Now, that's probably foreign to you, <laughs> yeah. so you actually might have to pay for it. And then you walk through the gates, yeah. and then there's a racetrack. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I knew the turf and, clubs. And, well, and, and the kids can go down and watch the horses and that at the same time. Yeah, that's what they, that you do. Unreal. You, <laughs> when you I thought you the, had to be 18 and over, obviously. No, I didn't know and that. And the kids love it, mate. They put on a dress and we go down there. And look, and, every time I've gone to the races, my eyes are usually cross-eyed anyways because I'm yeah, <laughs> having okay, a few right, beers. Right, so okay. I've Again, just never noticed that you could just take the kids and watch the horses. They'd love that. It's great, mate. That's a great day out. They do. Gamble responsibly as well. Um, Chris O, mate, thanks for your time. And, uh, and do you like the name of the new show? The, the, the consultants come up with a ripper of a name. They got together, they paid this bloke a million bucks. They got the butcher paper out and they said, we're doing a show on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. And he said, you know what? Let's call it Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast. What do you think? Good? <laughs> I think it was money well spent, Jason. Right. I don't know how they came up with that one. <laughs> They're obviously struggling. And then they got that name and they got us to win to lead it. I know. <laughs> and your first gig is McDonald's. Thank you. Where do we sign? Jared's that? doing this for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. We'll catch you, uh, we'll catch you uh, next week. Thanks for your time. Look forward to it. Have a great day, guys. So yeah, mate, Chris Thanks Nelson so. there, SEN's uh, racing expert in inverted commas. Uh, don't forget to, if you want to get in touch with us, one 42 or shoot us a text, 0477-736-736. In particular, if you've got something on uh, this weekend, you want us to give you a shout-out, we'd love to do that for you. Uh, just drop us a, a line on the text, 0477-736-736. We've got to go to a break. On 1620 SEN Gold Coast, we are live from McDonald's at the Q Super Centre uh, at Mermaid Waters. It's a cracking day. Get out, grab yourself a Mac. Two bucks from every Big Mac sold today uh, goes to RMHC, Ronald McDonald House Charities. Of course, it is McHappy Day. Yep. We love McHappy Day. Come down and say hello. We're here till 10 o'clock this morning. Break time. When we come back, Steve Titmus, Ariane Titmus' old man. Great bloke. I've known Steve for years. We go back to Launceston. Really? This is how long I've known Steve. We really? both used to work in Launceston together. Of course, you see him each uh, weeknight on Channel 7 Gold Coast News. He joins us next here on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to it. 1620 SEN Gold Coast coming to you live from McDonald's. At Mermaid Waters at the Q Superstore, of course, it's McHappy Day today and you couldn't think of two better athletes uh, to be at McDonald's celebrating McHappy Day. Uh, Beck from SEN just came up to us and said, are you ready? And I've gone, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready <laughs> I'm, for a Mac, Jared. I've, I've tried to do the good thing, but I've been ready since 8 o'clock since we've been here. <laughs> it's for the kids. I was ready just, last night. My, yeah. I dreamt about that, you know, that Big Mac sauce. Oh, delightful. It's unbelievable. It Steve Titmus from Channel 7 Gold Coast News is joining us now. Steve, how are you, mates? Mate, very well indeed, and always remember this day of the year, everybody can have a Big Mac. There is exactly. not a problem. What do you mean, one? <laughs> Are you saying a Big Mac? <laughs> Get out of here. You're, you're off. Steve, mate, uh, good to see you back on the screen. Steve and I go back to Launceston, the old days of when he was working on Southern Cross Television down there, yeah, and nice. I was the, the breakfast radio king. Well, not really. <laughs> the, the, the girl I was doing the breakfast show was, was the king, so to speak. Steve, good to see you back on the screens, mate. And, and I was explaining to Jared before as well um, that, of course, you're the father of Ariane, and uh, you, must be, uh, you must be proud dad still post-Olympics. Oh, look, absolutely. Actually, we're only at a... Um at a charity lunch uh, during the week on Thursday. Shane Gould, of course, who won gold back in 1972, was there as well. It was the first time that the two had actually got to meet. And I said to, um, to Kate Jones, who I was sitting next to, and I said, you know, it's all still surreal um, to be here in a room with hundreds of people and have your daughter applauded. 
for her incredible achievements. Um, still surreal, but look, we're enormously proud, Robin and I, of, of her achievements and the way not only how she's performed in the pool, but um, how she's performed out of the pool as well. It's, um, yeah, yeah. it's been a, a fabulous ride. Hey, mate, she's just Arnie to you, mate, just your little girl. Oh, mate, just Arnie, mate, who just needs to continue to tidy her bedroom on a Saturday morning. That's what... <laughs> mate, swimmer, like, has she just always wanted to be a swimmer? Because, like, to just swim in that pool and just look at that black line every day, like, mentally tough, they yeah. must be, they're so strong, aren't they? Like, is, has she wanted to be a swimmer since, like, a, you know, a little girl or... Did it just come oh, to look, her absolutely. one day? Like, yeah. Who th- yeah, she just loves it. She loves training and she loves racing. Uh, what happened on her very first swimming lesson back when she was about um, three years of age, I think, it maybe even be a bit before that, she kept putting her head under the water and the teacher kept saying, Ariane, stop doing that. We'll get to the point where you can put your head under the water. Oh, well, we knew that she, that she loved being in the pool. So, uh, And uh, the rest is history. Mate, what's been happening around the Gold Coast this week? In uh, news-wise, I mean, we've had this dodgy weather, and that seems to have cleared today to a beautiful day. A bit windy, but beautiful sunshine. That humidity's gone. Apart from the weather, mate, what else has been going on? Oh, look, there's been a lot going on. There's been. Uh, I'll get to a couple of the fun things in a moment, but of course, yesterday at Southport, there was an alleged shooting there. Four people have been arrested. Uh, a man received a gunshot wound to his leg. Uh, it involved a uh, allegedly a hired Mercedes S-Class. That's the big luxury car the Mercedes make. Uh, that was allegedly stolen by two men, and then it all evolved in the afternoon to where there was two men and two women involved in the whole uh, situation. So those allegations obviously will be tested in court um, later on. One thing that actually had captured the attention of the community in the first uh, couple of days of, uh, of the week was the country's most wanted man was arrested at the border. And, of course, this was the man called Mustafa Belouche. What I think was intriguing about that is that the police just uh, knocked on the side of the, side of the container and he knocked back. And, uh, and bingo, there he was, and they caught him uh, inside a uh, Mercedes-Benz, inside a container, on the back of a truck. And, of course, so he's now been extradited back to New South Wales. Uh, in the maximum security custody at the moment, of course, he'll face charges... Um, coming up uh, down the track. To a high-speed catamaran, this really grabbed uh, the imagination of a lot of people. Now, the Mayor Tom Tate, he's a great one to put up ideas, and I don't believe there's no, there is no such thing as a bad idea because you <laughs> never know where things can go. Look, he said, oh, look, we could have a high-speed catamaran to run between... Um, the Broadwater and the Brisbane Airport instead of a high-speed train take about 35 minutes. That would mean you're going to travel at about 170 kilometres an hour in a high-speed high ferry. <laughs> It'd be quite a ride. But, look, I know where Tom was coming from, and I know Tom pretty well. And, look, Tom's a great one for, for giving out ideas, and you should never dismiss them because... You never know where these ideas can, off the cuff, can actually go to. So that was a really um, a great Steve, story during the week. We schoolies. love. We love. What do do? Oh, schoolies! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quickly wrap up on schoolies for us. What's happening there? Oh, is let's it, is wrap it on? up on schoolies. Look, who knows whether that's going to go ahead because of various cases, and of course the other big one. I'll just finish up with this one: the sports spectator who crash tackled 
uh, the uh, the alleged car thief. Dramatic pictures of that. What a tackle that was. I tell you what, he needs to get a contract with an NRL team. Ready well, to go. Ha- have you seen the video <laughs> that's on social media? They've, okay. they've married up the, the Rabs calling the Scott Sattler grand final tackle. <laughs> no. Yeah, and it's going, Sattler's yeah. got it. It's, it's fantastic. Steve Titmus, 5.30 weeknights, Channel 7 for Gold Coast News, mate. Appreciate your time this morning on 1620 SEN. Oh, good, and great to see you guys on the coast. Good on you guys. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Let's get to a break. This is Saturday Mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Tell it. It's our first Saturday on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews coming to you live from McDonald's at Mermaid Waters at the Q Super Centre. Uh, it is. What do you got? What do you got there? It is the first of many. The first of many. The Big Macs just turned up. Rightio. The here Big we go. Macs have just turned. Well, up. how are we going to talk to Alex Glenn, mate? If we're chewing <laughs> on Big Macs. Like he's on the phone. Can you, Alex Glenn, former Broncos skipper, uh, now uh, retired. Yes. Living the life at Burley here on the Goldie. How are you, Alex? Oh, great, thank you, boys. And it does not surprise me, Jay Wall's got a big match in front of us. <laughs> you couldn't think of two more dangerous people to send to McDonald's uh, for, your, <laughs> for your first mate. Mate, between the two of us, we think, because two bucks from every Big Mac, Alex, uh, goes to Ronald McDonald House Charities. I think between us and Steve, our tech, we'll be contributing about 300 bucks today. Uh, so, but it is a good cause. I'll be joining it, you boys as well. You better be, mate. Actually, and, and if you don't just have to buy a Big Mac to support. We've just bought some silly socks for our kids. Yep. They're five bucks. You can get those in child and adult sizes, and there's three designs. The Helping Hands, $2 or $10 for those. And 10 cents from every 600ml water is donated to Ronald McDonald House Charities as well. So plenty of ways you can get involved. Uh, Alex? Absolutely. You, you, you're retired now from, from the Brisbane Broncos. You're outstanding skipper for the team and and uh, mate, great job. I and mean, I'm not a Broncos fan, but I, every time uh, your leadership qualities were, were sensational. Have yeah, you taken those leadership qualities now into taking the kids to school? Is that your, <laughs> is that your new role now, mate? Pretty much, mate. My, uh, I'm leading my team from home to, to school drop-offs and um, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, you know, the boys have gone back to training this week. And I can't wipe the smile off my face that I'm not vlogging <laughs> it out in the seat. Mate, that was my first question to you, Lex. Like, you must be absolutely cheering that no more pre-seasons. Oh, 100%, bro. And it was like that whole off-season, you know, you, you tend to relax. But in the back of your mind, you're always constantly thinking about, man, I've got to go back to training in two weeks' time or three weeks' time. <laughs> So the head noise that comes with that, I I didn't have it at all this break. So literally, <laughs> it's, it's been like the biggest weight off my shoulders. And um, it's given me um, the freedom to just relax with my family, which I've absolutely loved. Um, being retired on the Gold Coast is no better place to, to um, I guess, retire, mate. So I've been living the dream, to be honest. You're, you must be stoked now, too, that you don't have to obviously drive up the highway every morning to go to work. That must be a good little feeling, yeah. too. Absolutely, Jay. Well, um, I did the drive two days ago, man. Uh, first time in about eight weeks, and I literally said to the missus when I got home, "I'm glad I don't have to do that again." Oh, <laughs> literally, like when I was doing it on the daily, it was actually it wasn't too bad. I was used to it, 
I'll chuck some podcasts on and some music and then make some phone calls on the way home. But literally after doing it, not doing it for eight weeks, man, I was like, oh, my God, how was I doing this every day? Yeah, yeah, Literally, the only thing I do now is drive the kids to school. (laughs) How Uh, good is it? That's about it. So apart from now, I ride my pushy around. But, you know, you think... You think, you know, when you're during the day, because I used to, like, have days off, and you go, oh, I drop the kids off at school at 8.30, quarter to nine. I'm going to have this whole day yeah. until I have to pick them up at 3 o'clock. Where's that time go? You look at the clock again, you watch a couple of Netflix shows, <laughs> go for take the dog for a walk, and all of a sudden it's 3 o'clock again. <laughs> what are you doing with Sorry, your time I'm, during the day? Mate, I'm literally asking the same question because it goes so fast at 6 I hours. know. Uh, yeah. But um, mate, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the water as much as I can. I go surfing a fair bit, um, so I like to get down there. And also been doing a bit of skating as well. I'm um, getting my my youth back into me, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got issues with Lex, this. Lex, just be prepared. <laughs> now we were talking a little bit before, and I, I did tell Jace that you are a, you know you're a gamer, eh? You love gaming. You love yeah, absolutely. The- yeah, and Jace literally said, "There's nothing worse than a gamer and a skateboarder." And you just adult, adult, adult sorry, adult skateboarder mate, and an adult gamer. And you've mate, just given him me. every bit. Of- <laughs> I reckon that's your. I reckon you shouldn't I'm be allowed. On, of that, mate. You shouldn't be allowed on a skateboard after the age of seventeen. Seriously, come on, get a car. <laughs> mate, You're allowed honestly, to. It's- Mate, it, it feels amazing when you jump back on the skating. It feels good. You feel like a kid again. It's like, man, yeah, isn't it? Ace bracket off where you can and can't. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome, bro. I've never started more alive. Let, let's talk about gaming. Like, again, I'm, I, I'm an old bloke, right? I, I'm 51 yeah. years of age. I've missed that whole gaming gap, you know? And, and, yeah. and just then, I just paid for some socks at McDonald's and I used cash. And Jared's going, what's that? <laughs> Like, you know, I'm going, it's, it's, called, it's called legal currency. Um, but but this, this gaming arena, without sounding like an old fart, it, it is, it's massive. And, and I learned a lot about gaming watching ballers uh, last year. I don't know if you've seen that, Alex. But, mate, yeah, what yeah. are you into? And is this something you can do professionally in your retirement or what? Absolutely. Um, you know, the last two years, I've, I've been doing gaming and getting paid for it. Um, so no. Literally, I, I swear to God, like, gone are the days where you sit in the room, you do gaming, and you're, you're wasting your time. Like, literally, there's 16-year-old kids making a million dollars from gaming tournaments. Like, Get out. Game. Get and out. A million dollars. I, I, I kid you not. He won. The first prize was a million dollars, and he took it out, and he was 16 years old. Um, but what, it's, do it's, what, what, what games? Insane. What so games, that Alex? Fortnite. That was right. playing Fortnite. Oh. Um, I'm into Call of Duty at the moment, and that's, like, the next big thing. Um, coming through and literally I've teamed up with the biggest esports team um, which is like a gaming team called Chiefs um, and they got a team that just went over to Sweden and competed in the Counter-Strike tournament against all the big names and it's, I'm talking about million dollars man like millions of dollars that go into Jeez. these esports tournaments it's crazy man it's crazy so literally that's that's been um, a bit of my um been taking some time like while i've been retired man i've i've had um time to do my gaming and do my streams and mate i make money on the side so i'm cheering 
So that was my question, Lex. So now that you are retired, like in all seriousness, like football has been your everything for so long. Like what is the, yep. uh, what is the plan now? Like is that you going into gaming full time or like what's the plan? Oh, it won't be full time, man. It's still a hobby of mine. But um, yep. the, my next role is still, I'm still employed with the club, which is great um, for myself. Like um, yeah, I'll nice. have an ambassador role where I'll do stuff with the club and um, our corporate sponsors. But the best part, um, that I'm really excited about is um, my role with the Pacific Islander program that's launching in high schools next year. Um, yeah, and that awesome. program is about um, giving back to my culture and, and the kids at high school, firstly, for them to graduate. So I'll mentor them, help them with their schoolwork. But the, the most important part is helping them transition from high school into a career pathway that they actually enjoy. Um, I see it too many times where kids leave school, they don't know what they want to do in life um, for a career. So they go and get factory work. Um, and those shifts are terrible. It's hard um, on, on young kids. Um, you know, so I, I want to help them um, transition into a career that they love. And you look at today, um, you know, the modern world, um, there's so many more opportunities now. It's not like you just need to get a trade or um, you need to go into accounting. Like, Kids have so many ideas that they want to take upon, but it's always frowned upon because it's not the generic way to go. So it's about yeah, exploring with these kids. About yeah, I, I just want to get back, man. To be honest, I've been very fortunate to um, succeed in a career pathway that I dreamed of, and now I want to get back to the kids and help them chase their dreams. Man, I'm just sitting here going, I wish I had played rugby league under you, Alex. That's that's mate, that's inspiring, and it, it's really good to hear that and. And you're right, mate. And he also, you, you can give those kids a voice because you can relate to them and they'll relate to you instead of, you know, talking to, you know, yeah. some guy at some government department where they hand out apprenticeships. <laughs> but I, I think that is, that's outstanding. Have you got no, any desire you. to coach, coach at any level? Um, I think, like, I think later on down the track, I, I will get into that um, department, I think. Um, because I'm so fresh out of the game, I sort of want to step back away from it and focus on the youth. Um, I've started coaching my son under sixes this year, and then obviously I'll do the under sevens next year. But later on down the track, I think I will because I really enjoy mentoring uh, people and helping them where I can. And I feel like as a coach and a footy coach, your players really look up to you and aspire to you as a coach. So um, what better way to make a difference than... Um, help help these these teams and um, try and like the the biggest thing that I learned from Wayne Bennett and he's the mastermind in my eyes and um, he always aspired to his team um, being good footy players but most importantly being great humans in the world and that's something that I want to pass on to to the next generation and people around me man I think it's a it's a massive attribute and um, the world needs better people yeah you're right and as a South supporter. What Wayne Bennett did for South Sydney was unbelievable, and, and particularly players like Cody Walker. He's grown as a, a human, and he's also grown as a yep. rugby league player. And, and Wayne doesn't get a lot for of sure. that credit outside of players. Yep. The media don't give Wayne that credit, do they? No, not, nowhere near wow. as much. No, they don't. No way. No, and to be fair, Wayne doesn't want that credit either. He just you know, doesn't, he, right? He, um, he just doesn't, man. That's the nature of who Wayne is, and... Um, he just has that effect on people. That's why you see every every club he goes to, the team always plays for him because he cares about you as a person 
not as a footy player, he cares about you as a person and your family and making sure that your life outside of footy is as best as it can be because he knows the results will come on the footy field when that happens. And that's what I was going to say. And that's why he is the great man that he is because the results on the football field have always been so good for him. But that's because he's yeah. always made sure his players are happy, healthy, and that's when players are playing at their best football, isn't it? Absolutely. 100%, man. And you look at our 2015 year, J-Wall, like, that was the funnest year in, in my career, man. Yeah. Literally every single week we were going to training, having the time of our lives, playing footy, <laughs> yeah. and we're winning easily, you know? It wasn't like it yeah. was a... It was a, a grind, man. It just felt so easy because we were enjoying each other's company and working hard for each other. Like That's yeah. what he does, man. Yeah. So, like, him going to Redcliffe, bro, is, is the smartest um, decision the club has made, for sure. For him to, he's staying on a clean slate, so he's going to be able to recruit every player that he wants to. Um, and he's done it before with the Broncos. Like He's built a new club into a successful club. So, it's interesting yeah. to see how Redcliffe goes. What your thoughts on the Dolphins getting the license, mate, and, and, and actually dropping the Redcliffe name? I, I'm a little bit disappointed in that, but they're just going to be known as, known as the Dolphins, perhaps the Brisbane Dolphins. Uh, your thoughts, first of all, on them getting the license? Yeah, um, my thoughts on that, I, I'm more for it. Um, the reason being is it gives more kids another opportunity. Um, you know, bringing in another team, it means more jobs for, for other coaches, more jobs for um, the yeah. youth coming through. Um, and then also it makes, makes the competition a lot more um, competitive as well. Not that it, it wasn't, but adding a new team, it's just going to be even, even more of a strong force. But uh, them dropping the Redcliffe name, I feel like, yeah, I, I was all for it. Redcliffe, um, if you've been out there, they are passionate about where they come from, the yeah. club in general, and... Yeah, I feel like um, it's hurt a lot of people out there, but you know, in hindsight, they've got a, a first-grade team out there now, and it's only going to get better, to be honest. Yeah, look, and you know what? Winning, winning football changes a lot of people's attitudes. So once they start, Absolutely. All, the, all the hype that comes around it uh, as we get close to the 2023 season, Jared Wallace running yep. out for him in the, in the number eight jersey. <laughs> Alex, you know, uh, that'll be... Oh, we're not allowed, can't say that, can we? Or no, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, you weren't. Yet. Actually, you know what? Jared's not even... He's not even thinking about 2023. He's just thinking about the big Mac sitting right. in front of him. It's Mac. just, look, I'm trying to be a gentleman here, Lex, so that you don't hear my mouth just like munching down a Big Mac. It's sitting in front of me, teasing me. He's playing with the bag and everything, mate. He's going, oh, oh God. He's going, right. oh, can we wind? He's, he's giving me the wind up so he can get rid of the interview so he can get, he can get stuck I, into the Big Mac. I can hear him slurping up his dribble from the side Oh, of the mate, it's gone. <laughs> How do you think his skinfold test is going to go in two weeks' time when he goes back to the Titans? Oh, oh, geez. Because <laughs> I've been living like I'm about to be retired, that's why. <laughs> mate, to be, to be fair, Jay, well, off-season, you got to live. you got to exactly. live. The footy exactly. seasons are so long. Um, yep. You start back training in November, you finish around August, September, depending on how far you go. So, like, that one, you know, those... Those eight weeks, man, it's vital for you to clear your mental space, get away from footy, enjoy your life, and then once you get back into it, man, it's all grind time. So, and I feel like even you'll, more you'll hurt so for the first two weeks. Oh, you'll yeah, you definitely hurt. 
But I feel like even more over the last few years, Lex, because you've done it, being locked away over that COVID period, even when like the state was back open and we weren't allowed to you know, leave our houses and stuff like that and you know, even go to a coffee shop and just have a coffee, I feel like players yeah. needed that even more so now than ever before. Oh, hell yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah. And to be fair, man, that, that was um, the pinnacle of why I retired. I couldn't go into a bubble again. I felt so selfish wow. towards my family. Like the last two years, um, I couldn't take my kids to footy. I couldn't take them to gymnastics. I couldn't, I literally couldn't be a dad um, yeah. because I was locked in the bubble. And it's so hard. People think it's, it would be easy. You just go to footy and you come back and you sit at home. It's so hard. When you've got a kid um, or you, you've got a family to raise, man, you feel like um, you're worthless in a way. So, yeah, yeah wow. that, that, that bubble honestly pushed me out. Um, I could have gone one more year, but I was just, I was, I was done mentally. I was tapped out mentally and I wanted to give back to my family. So, um, hey, you know I what? feel for the players and I hope it, there's no more bubble for them. A really good point there too. The kids struggled with COVID oh, as well because they couldn't do certain things. Yeah. And at that time, they need their, their parents around them. They yeah. need their family around yeah. them. Alex, mate, it's been a pleasure speaking to you this morning. Love to chat to you more about on SEN about your, your gaming future as well because I'm, I'm really intrigued by that. I, I, I think that's outstanding. It's crazy, actually. And, and, mate, best of luck with anything you do. I'm sure you'll, you'll be successful at it. Alex Glenn, former Broncos skipper, proud Gold Coaster, joining us here on 1620 SEN. Thanks, mate. Thank you, boys. Absolute Cheers, pleasure. Alex. Cheers. There he goes, Cheers, Alex Glenn. What a champion, Blake. Legend. Like, really, and, and I couldn't agree more with you, mate. Just, like, he was from. He was the exact same guy from day one till he was, you know, seventeen, eighteen years later. He yeah, never wow. changed. The game never changed. I mean, if anything, I reckon it probably settled him down. Even made him even more humble, and like the role that he'll go on with those Pacific Islander groups and you know the leadership and stuff like that. That just How suits him that? to a T. That's unreal. Because you can't. Sometimes you can't put a a round peg into a square hole, can no, you? That is unreal. And mate, kids will bust a lung for him. Oh yeah. Because they won't want to disappoint him. No. And he won't let them down. No, exactly. And he'll be there for Outstanding. day one. He'll be, yeah, he'll be huge for that. And I think that's a Outstanding. great, great work. Rightio, uh, time for a break. This is uh, Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SCN. Jared Wallace, Jason Matthews. Uh, we are coming to you live from McDonald's at the Q Supers. Get into it, mate. Yes. Right. At the Q Supers. <laughs> I've been waiting all segment for this. At Mermaid Waters. Uh, we're going to tuck into a Big Mac. It is McHappy Day today. There are numbers, number of ways you can get involved. We'll get to that next. Time for a break. This is Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Wait, 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 wait. 1620 SEN Gold Coast. Uh, it is McHappy Day. Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews coming to you live from the Maccas at the Q Super Centre here at Mermaid Waters. Mate, we just had a four-minute commercial break, yep. and you've smashed that Big Mac already. And it was easy too. I'm not, I almost swallowed it whole. I was. I've been that ready <laughs> for one all morning, and I was trying to be nice, trying to do the right thing. I just wait for Jace. Just wait for Jace. An hour. Still I got mine. An hour. I got through. Mate, we'll have another one before. Yeah, it's Don't worry about that. It's but that was the longest likely. interview with Alex Stank because it was <laughs> so riveting, <laughs> yeah. and, and they, you're just drooling. They You've... sat there looking at me the whole time. There's a puddle underneath you from, <laughs> from Drill. Jonathan Pitt, uh, the owner of this great Maccas at the Q Super Centre, joining us now. G'day, Jonathan. Morning, boys. How are you? Good, mate. It's been That's ages since I've seen you. Um, I've got to have a crack at you. Whenever I order an almond coffee, everyone looks at me and goes, what? 
<laughs> now, every, and even the young lady brought one over before. She handed it to Beck from SC, and I'm going, I'm the almond. Don't I look like an almond? Well, I was a bit surprised to see you washing down your Big Mac with an almond latte. It's not <laughs> yeah. the kind of thing we see all the time. No, no. Hey, you must love being involved with McHappy Day. It's a chance to give back to the community. Uh, RMHC is a wonderful organisation. Helps a lot of families out. Lots of ways you can get involved with today. Not just buying a Big Mac, but there's the socks, which we've bought our kids today as well. My yeah, girls. we've got Grimace, we've got Hamburglar and uh, Ronald McDonald. So come in, grab some socks. It's, it's, our, it's the best day of the year. Mate, it is. And you, you must love it. The staff must love it as well. The staff get behind it. Every store usually has a theme. So they get dressed up. There's balloons. There's all types of prizes and things that happen in, in restaurants. So... Uh, please come down. You don't need to buy a Big Mac. You can buy anything. You can you can donate. You can buy a helping hand, silly socks. At all the restaurants, there'll be different sporting celebrities and stars like Jared we've got here. Um, so it's it's a great day and really fantastic to see people like Jared coming down, giving their time for such a great charity we yeah. help. Well, I do know the Titans have actually got... Um, they're spread all over the coast. We've got them at Pack Pines. I think there's uh, guys at Rabina. There's myself here, obviously. So, yeah, we all love it too because, one, we get to cheat and have a Big Mac and, you know, <laughs> like, we can't get in trouble or, you know, feel Only bad one. about it. <laughs> for now, for now. But we do. We love that we get to be, you know, a part of such a great cause. And like I said, just even just a little bit that we can give back on a day like today, like, we're always for it. It's awesome. No, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And we've had a, a fairly tough couple of years for the charity. Yeah. Obviously, with, with COVID, so this McHappy Day is as important as any McHappy Day in the past. There's a, a, a lot of uh, money that's required to, to run the houses and support families of, of sick children. Yeah. So uh, it's really important that we, we do a good job of it today. Jonathan, what sort of support, for those who don't know, do the houses provide for families? Well, they provide uh, support for families when they need it the most. So... Uh, children may be sick or they have an accident in regional Australia and the parents, that might be a, any given Saturday, the parents find themselves in the city, in a hospital, they've been flown there maybe by a care helicopter, they land there with a shirt on their back, their, their kid is not in a, a great way, the kid goes into intensive care and the parents find themselves in the city. Ronald McDonald House steps in, they provide the support, food, clothing, shelter, they give them a bed. Uh, and more importantly, they've got people there that rally around them and, and provide all that support and, and provide help when they need it the most. They've even got some facilities now, Jace, where the kids can stay in the rooms with the parents. Because obviously, you know, when you've got little bubs and yep. little kids, you know, and you, you sit in a hospital and the parents can't stay there and things like that, they've, got, they've built that now to, you know, accommodate that so that the parents can be in the same room. And you know, when you're staying there for sometimes six, eight months, 12 months, you know, you want to be able to keep it as... Yeah, normal and family orientated as you can to make it easier for that, and and I think that's one of the biggest you know positives for that you know um, that they're doing, and I think it's awesome. That's right. They try and make it as comfortable as yeah. possible. At the end of the day, we've got an army of volunteers. They yeah. cook them food. They cook them their spaghetti bolognese, and they yeah. try to provide that atmosphere yeah, nice. like they're at home. It's it's it really is a beautiful charity, and yeah. uh, it's. It's such a great charity to be involved in, and, and that's why today's so important. So if you can spare any money at all, all the money, all the money that gets donated today goes to RMHC directly to the charity yep. and helps uh, run these houses for the families of, of sick kids. Yep. That's awesome, mate. And 
did I read something the other day? It's the 30th year? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yep. incredible. Really? 30 years of McHappy Day. Yep, all, all around the country. I mean, last year we, we raised three... A million dollars, and we're looking to better that this year. So um, yeah. the houses are all around That's the country. Awesome. They require a lot of funding, obviously, to to run them to that standard. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it's it's the it's the best day of the year because we're doing such a great thing for families all around the country. Great. Good on you, Jonathan. It's fantastic. Thanks very and, much, boys. And, and mates, and and good on your staff too. They're all happy. They're all buzzing around the restaurant this morning and getting into it. Make happy day. Come down and support. As Jonathan said, two bucks from every Big Mac sold. Uh, goes to RMHC, the $5 Silly Socks, which they're great. Um, 10 cents from every 600 mil water is donated as well. And the Helping Hands, $2 or $10 Helping Hands. Thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, boys. Hey, this is Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SCN. Scott Sattler, who's been out in the playground uh, <laughs> showing his 2003 tackle from the uh, grand final. It's get, the kids are now told him, can you get out of our party? Yeah, well, we've asked him just to come in here and actually start talking to us. He left the iPad out there just in case yeah. they wanted to keep watching. Yeah, they've got it on loop <laughs> on, on YouTube. So um, the kids go, this is my 10th birthday party. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> can you go away, alone? please, yeah. strange guy? Uh, anyway, uh, Sats joins us in just a moment. This is Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast, coming to you live from Macca's at the Q Supercentre. Back after this news update. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Oh, how good was that, Big Mac? How like, how, how long between do you think you can push it out to? Legally? Yeah, like. uh, <laughs> Mate, I reckon five minutes. All right. I mean, the next one I'm eating I've just hot. set my timer. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> we are hey, live. Jared, yeah. you, you're not having any, are you? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. no because today there's... The inhaled one. <laughs> <laughs> mate, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost choked. I did. Yeah. I swallowed that. But the, Mate, there's no scrutiny today, so don't come in here and ruin it. True, You're allowed true, to charity. Exactly. Scott Sattler joining us on Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 yeah. SEN. We are live from Macca's at the Q Superstore at Mermaid Waters. Um, Sats, I've I got, I got to give you some background. So we were handed our Big Macs at, <laughs> at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Then we had a 20-minute interview with Alex Glenn. <laughs> this guy is like <laughs> tearing his – he's giving me the wind-up of the interview after five minutes going, I'm going, no, this is interesting. He, it's a puddle underneath yeah. where he's sitting. Yeah. He's drooling. No, that, that's the, the lady just come back <laughs> and just started wiping the floor. Mate, when, they, when they asked us, when your lovely wife, Beck, who yep. works at SCN, said, yeah. boys, you've got to do an outside broadcast at McDonald's for McHappy Day. <laughs> and he's doing it for free. Yeah. And I, I, I took guests they have to prepare, <laughs> like, you know. Like I, I, I preloaded to preload, and I didn't eat all day just so I could have a couple. Of That's, a That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> Sats, so um, mate. Welcome to to the show. Obviously, uh, Sports Day is on SEN uh, weeknights from six o'clock, five o'clock mm. Queensland time, uh, with yourself and Badge. Although Badge is on holidays now for the next three weeks. And I, I think the fact that our our co-host Badge is on holidays is a rot in itself. Uh, because he walks from his living room to his office yeah. to do the show. While Sats and I are putting in the hard yards, aren't yeah. we, in our Vasty yeah. Lake studio. Does he just lock the door? Is that his holiday? He just do you know, the do you know one day, one day, <laughs> Jace was on air with him, and he disappeared from the microphone. I'm talking on air to him. Because, there was a, because he's got artificial grass out the front of his no, house. Yeah. There was a dog... Taking a number two <laughs> on his front yard, so he actually took his headphones off to go and shoot the dog away. So, no like, way. so Badge, what do you think? <laughs> and there's crickets. 
And he comes back, sorry, mate, there was a dog on my lawn doing a poo. Or some days oh. he goes, hang on a sec, there's the kids at the door are going to take my dog for a walk. Like, <laughs> this is your and job. Way. And his wife, Carlene, brings in, like, meals, right? And you hear his office door squeak. <laughs> he's going, eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
in when it comes to maybe playing six, he's going to be young, Toby Sexton. So it could be a good touring thing for him as well. To one, if he does come out of that Melbourne um, system, and you know he, he's very comfortable there. You know Bellamy's pushing him. He's got all those teams. But if he comes in, he's going to have to settle. Yeah, because his personality is obviously very out there. We know that, and he's a he's a great guy. But I reckon it could be a really good thing coming here and being the leader that he'd need to be. Sats, do you think uh, Jared's pushing for Brandon Smith to be the number nine? At the Dolphins, so he can pack into the scrum next to him <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> That's a good point. I know Jay, you're angle here. Jace, know yeah, Jace has already Let's, signed me. Jace is my new uh, manager. He's not here. Yeah. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> he's already signed me at the Dolphins. He's told everyone that I'm signing there next year. Uh, has, yeah. his, has his value diminished a little bit after the white powder gate? Depends on what club. Depends on who needs him. Well, let's talk about the Dolphins then. Uh, no, because Wayne... Wayne always, will bring him into line. Craig Bellamy didn't. Yeah, but why, is Wayne a better man manager than... Because we just no. spoke to Alex Glenn. No. You don't think so? No. Like Alex Glenn himself said, Wayne is the greatest at just managing the man. Yeah, said, it's Alex, not about your Alex, football. Alex Glenn hasn't had Craig Bellamy. That's what I was just to his credit. Yeah, yeah, and and, and yeah. you can't put them both on you know, a gold and a silver. They both sit at the same table as great man managers yeah. and terrific coaches. But if Craig Bellamy doesn't keep you disciplined and make the right decisions in life... I can't see how Wayne will. No crack at Craig, Craig Bellamy, by the way. But do you think it's different there now? Because there's no was Cameron Smith the great man manager? Because do you think he took a team without Cameron Smith, mm. which is like no, no, I Bradman, understand that, but I'm Lewis and absolutely, and and Melbourne have always been able to do that. And yep. That is the coaching staff. I get that, but I I almost I reckon White Powdergate wouldn't have happened if Cam Smith was still captain of that club. I don't know. I, I don't understand the current player at the moment. Well, no, I just think it was a stupid mistake. You know, the, they'd all been obviously locked away and got a bit ahead of themselves. I don't think whether, you know, Smithy was there or not. Like, Smithy wouldn't have been in the room with them. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they would have been all hanging out. So, so Cam Smith's yeah. an extension of Craig Bellamy anyway. Yeah, so exactly. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. if Cam's not there, That's Craig's still there. But what I'm saying, he was that extra... He was Don't want to extension. disappoint Cam. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to go to a break. Can you stick around? Yep. You gotta, have you got your iPad off those kids off on the... Uh, <laughs> he's just got to go I, I charge. He's just, as I was coming just, in. He's Seriously. just got to go put it on charge because it's been going for the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids, the kids are going, 2003, is that the olden days? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even born then. <laughs> we weren't even born yet. It's my 10th birthday. Go so. away, creepy old man. Uh, this is Sunday mornings on the Gold Coast uh, coming to you live from McDonald's. Great day, McHappy day at Macca's at the Q Supercentre here at Mermaid Waters. Come in and buy yourself a Mac. Uh, Jared's ready for his second one, and so am I, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Two bucks on these Macs that we'll be purchasing uh, will be going towards Ronald McDonald House Charity. How many times have you rolled out while socks last today? <laughs> I haven't done it yet. Okay. And, uh, you know, Aria, the yep. evil twin, yep. she said, I want socks. Mm. Yeah. So I had to, which ones should I give Ari? The purple ones or the red and white ones? I, I think the red and white striped ones. Cause so the red, might, one, red one because they make it look like more like a clown. Well, no, I think <laughs> more like you know. Remember the evil witch yeah. in um, uh, what was it? Was that uh, the Wizard of Oz? Mm. And the house falls on it, yeah. and they just got the striped yeah. socks hanging out. That's Aria. Yeah, cat in a hat. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a witch. Let's get to a break. Uh, this is Saturday mornings on the Gold Coast on 1620 SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. 
Yeah, we got a text uh, from the boss today, Jay Wall, on 0477736736 here on 1620SEN. Hutchie, he's text through and he said, have a good show, boys. And I think he's a bit <laughs> disappointed it? we've only knocked over one Big Mac as well. Hutchie'd knock over a couple of his here. You said that? Mm. Oh, you know why? He's a real bloke. I love Big Macs. They are my favourite hamburger ever. There's just something about the sauce. Hey? It's the sauce. It's the, it's sauce. the sauce. Now, Jay, while you wouldn't have been alive when McDonald's had that competition, remember you had to go up inside 10 seconds, you had to say, to all beef, patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onion, and sesame bun, and you get a free Big Mac. <laughs> I love how you both still know that. Too. <laughs> how many times did you do, do it? You, do you know I grew up in the suburb in Sydney, Yuguna, where the very first McDonald's in Australia was put? Oh, was it really? I'm from Yuguna. It was 1974, the first Mac is in Australia. I think that's right. Yuguna. I'm a Yuguna boy. So you've I, been supporting since then, basically. I have. Very, very much so. And I came third in a colouring... Can't tell. I, <laughs> I came third in a colouring in contest at that very McDonald's. Yep. And I didn't even colour in. <laughs> a, a, a teenager up the road did it for me and put my name on it. And, and she got beaten by an eight-year-old. <laughs> so what's that say about her colouring in? I should have won that bike. And I've never forgotten it. No, I've got a, I got a, uh, I got a cheeseburger for it, so that was all right. Now, listen, quickly, uh, let's talk about footy here on, Mac, uh, at, on McHappy Day at Macca's at uh, Mermaid Waters, the Q Super Centre. Um, are there any players hesitant about signing with a brand-new club? I'm led to believe there are. Uh, I've been speaking Why? to a few pl- player managers. Um, we, we actually had this at the Gold Coast Titans. Even though we had some really great signings early on, you know, Scott Prince and, and uh, Luke Bailey and co. Um, Matty Rogers was late into the equation. There's still a lot of players who are hesitant about signing at a new club. As exciting as it is, it's probably easier to sign as an older player, a little bit more mature. You can navigate your way around a club. You know what operations are like. But when you're a younger player where you've got, only got two or three years into your career, they're very apprehensive because... They just don't know what's going to happen in the first two years of its infancy. Other, all the structures in place. Is it just going to be scratch and feel as you go along? And and um, and a lot of players are very apprehensive about that. It is a shiny new toy. It is very exciting, and you do get to earn probably a little bit more money than you're going to earn at your current club or other clubs um, that are going to come in uh, to the equation. But it's those first two years where um, you just don't want to be competitive. You want to play finals straight away, and that's what everyone wants to do internally. Um, but just to be competitive is a little bit... It, it can ward a few players off. Is that a generational thing? No, well, it's obviously not, because it's, it's happened quite a bit over the years. I remember the Gold Coast Giants first came into comp in 1988, and although they only had four months' preparation to get players by November 90, uh, 1987, they only even four months' running time by the New South Wales Rugby League, a lot of players didn't want to sign at a new club because they just weren't quite sure. It's not about the location. It's just about operationally, is it, is it going to be best for my rugby league or are we just going to be just going week by week and just coming up with new systems and whatever it may be? So year three or year four is usually seen as the best year to join a new franchise because they've got everything in place. Yep. Now, there's been a big talk. Munster, Tino, Brandon Smith... Yeah, so many players have been thrown up there. Wallace. Who, who do you... <laughs> Wallace, thanks to Jason Wallace. Who do you think is the first signing? And when do you think... Like, when's the right time for them to start signing? We, I, I think you've got to... Like, uh, this has only come from experience. I yeah. think... 
Or you would have liked to start signing players in the yeah. event that you got a license. Yeah. So before you get the license, and you go and talk to the clubs and make sure they're they're kosher with it. But seeing that that hasn't happened, uh, I think they've got to name one in the next two weeks, yeah. and it's got to be a big one. It's got to be one that other players go. Well, they're making that? a statement. I actually wouldn't mind playing alongside that person. Right. Yeah. I think it's. I think it'll be Brandon Smith yeah. next Friday. Are players going to say, "I want to play alongside Brandon Smith"? Uh, the current generation, yeah, because he's a larrikin. You yeah, know, right. I think he's got to grow up. I think I love his larrikin ways, but there's a. Yeah. I think he crosses a line sometimes. It's, it's refreshing. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that uh, players would want to play with Brandon Smith because he's young, he's hungry, uh, he's a winner. Yeah. You just tell he he would fight for every bone that he had to. Yep. So, um, and he'll get he'll get over this last saga. The only way he can get over it is by one growing up yep. and two, let his rugby league do the walk uh, talking. And get stuck into the community. You know, get involved in the community. So I think Brandon Smith will be the first signing. All right, Sats. Uh, I'll see you Monday night. And the reason being, I think you and I were talking about that. I interviewed Craig Bellamy two weeks ago yep. at a function. And he was resigned to the fact of losing one of them. When he said one of them, he was meaning uh, Munster, Christian Welsh, um, Harry Grant, uh, Brandon Smith. It'll either be Brandon Smith or Christian Welsh will be their first signing. Mate, that's a good signing. Christian Welch. Yeah, yeah that's a great sign. And he'll end up being the CEO. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He's smart as smart. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. when we had that chat with him a little oh, while ago, didn't he? It was he? like, he'd, what? Yeah, he's yeah. crazy. For he's, a front rower, he's, he's, he makes he's, us look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's super he's smart. He's a diploma or something yeah. in science or whatever. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's, uh, I'm too dumb to know even know what diploma is. <laughs> Thanks, Sats. Catch you Monday night sports day Can on I go and have my Big Mac now? Can you order three? Can you shout? He wouldn't shout if a shark bit. We'll be back in a second. No, I was actually going to buy the person behind me's Big Macs today. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go but and it's stand his wife. Jared, Jared, go and stand yeah, behind him. I've got it. And I've I'll stand behind you. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is 1620 SEN Gold Coast. Thank you You're listening to Saturdays on the Gold Coast on SEN. Yeah, welcome back to it. Saturdays on the Gold Coast, 1620 SEN. Uh, you've got Jared Wallace and Jason Matthews here. Wrapping up uh, now from McDonald's. At the uh, Supercenter, Q Supercenter at Mermaid Waters. McHappy Day all day today. Don't forget, yep. two bucks from every Big Mac purchase goes to Ronald McDonald House Charities. Buy some water, buy some socks, buy some hands. Uh, Beck from SEN, Jared, is working on the next food place we can be next weekend. Yeah. We need to be next to that sausage <laughs> van. So, yeah, ab- Let's go to Bunnings. No, Bunnings. Oh, Somewhere God. we've got to get a Bunnings. There's nothing better than a bu- Bunnings what time sausage. They, yeah, but what, do they start those at 8 o'clock in the morning? We'll make sure it happens. Uh, we'll make sure it happens. Hey, check out our Twitter, uh, at uh, 1620SEN, uh, for all the podcast of today's show. Thanks to Chris, who's been pushing our buttons. Yep. Uh, also, to Big Steve. I don't know how many Big Macs he's had. Show me in fingers. <laughs> There's Eight, sauce nine, everywhere. Nine. Yeah, he There's can't, can't see his fingers. No. They're all up. <laughs> Mate. Have a good weekend, Jared. Uh, enjoy your weekend on the Gold Coast. It's a ripper. 27 degrees today. Sun is shining. Enjoy your weekend. See you next week. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck, low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.